This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ हफ्ता फ्रॉम अ वीक व्हेन वी हैव द मीडिया रंबल दैट इज दिस वीकेंड ऑन द 21st मेनी ऑफ यू वुड बी हियरिंग दिस प्रोबली आफ्टर इट स्टार्टेड बट इन केस यू डू हियर इट फर्स्ट थिंग इन द मॉर्निंग दिस पॉडकास्ट डू कम टू द इंडिया हैबिटेट सेंटर वी हैव द मीडिया रंबल वी हैव स्पीकर्स फ्रॉम अक्रॉस द कंट्री एंड अ फ्यू इंटरनेशनल स्पीकर्स कमिंग इन विद सम सेशंस दैट यू विल फाइंड वेरी एंजॉयएबल एंड इंफॉर्मेटिव So the media rumble happening this week, and the second important announcement I want to make is that we have a new news minute, news laundry fund up for covering the elections together. The forthcoming assembly elections in five states will be covered jointly by the reporting and editorial teams of news minute and news laundry. We have a special TNM NL fund up. You can contribute to it through the news minute website or to the news laundry website. We are really excited. This is the first time we're going to be. reporting on five elections together with another organization so our motto is stronger together and if the news laundry subscribers and the news minute viewers listeners readers and now some subscribers get together we can create a news entity that will be way more remarkable in its impact in its reportage and in reclaiming journalism than any ad funded broadcaster is so i request you to please contribute to the election fund shabir is here with us welcome shabir hi hi abhinandan hi uh, thanks shabir, for inviting me yes our pleasure shabir uh, is joining us from chennai he is a senior news editor with the news minute uh, before this he was heading the tamil nadu bureau of times now uh, he reports from tamil nadu on governance politics crime and other social political issues and most recently he and his colleague who is based out of bangalore sudeep to mondol have done a series of two i don't know if they're more coming up but uh, i mean this these are very long comprehensive long read stories on um shabir story title kanya kumari and the seven sisters rss bjp strategy for tamil nadu and sudipto's story title the non brahmins of hindutva in tamil nadu they are behind a paywall so you're going to have to go to newsminute.com become a subscriber and do read these very well researched very well reported stories shabir will tell us a bit about that but to read the full story you're going to have to go to the website newsminute.com subscribe and read the full story right right now let me introduce our panel in the studio is editor in chief raman kripal hello sir hi joining us from chennai a colleague jayshree arunachalam welcome jayshree hello hello and my new mic Very oh, yes, she's got a new mic. So in case I she's sounding, feel like Celine Dion. So, <laughs> so are you going to sing? What did Celine Dion sing? When you call my, heart will go on. my name, Ach, your heart will go on. That is the more famous one, uh-huh. right? And of course, joining us from also from Chennai is Shabir. Shabir, let's 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 see you make a pitch. We, you know, you are too shy, but you got to break that barrier and make that pitch. Why should people listen to this? Subscribe to News Minute. because we cover south and it's important that uh, you know uh, it's well covered uh, because uh, uh, one, one, i have i have worked in national news channels so i know uh, the kind of importance the uh, mainstream media gives to the uh, gives to south india so that's uh, one of the reasons why if you want to know what's happening in south your destination is the news minute and you have to become a subscriber because uh, our team is putting in a lot of effort uh, from all these five states to bring stories that matter to you so that's why you have to become 
a member. Right. And when I was in uh, um, Aaj Tak, there were no channels back then. But even back then, whenever I used to travel anywhere outside the city, uh, the joke was, Achha, so you do Aaj Tak. They do uh, Delhi News. I said, no, they do Daily News. He says, no, they do Delhi News. No one does daily news. I was like, okay, fine. So that was the job. So, <laughs> so that's why we need to do news uh, from outside Delhi. On that note, Jashi is going to give us the headlines of what transpired in the week. Yeah. So here are the headlines for the week. So a five-judge constitution bench of the Supreme Court on Tuesday refused to grant legal recognition to same-sex marriages. It's now left it to Parliament to formulate a law on the matter. So right. I have something to say on this, which yes, is just please. that I feel like if you live in this hyper like theoretical world, then separation of power exists and that, you know, legal changes should come from the legislature. But everyone knows this isn't how it's working now. And the Supreme Court itself has made judicial activism like a hallmark, right? Like it interferes in all kinds of nonsense like the NRC and it interferes in important things like environmental law. So in this system, which in theory should function one way, but in practice operates another way, has now chosen to sort of look away, hiding behind the principle of separation of power. So I feel like it's a very deliberate choice. And then after sitting through the entire reading of the judgments yesterday, where Justice Chandrachu was making really great, important, moving points. Then at the end of that entire three-hour sort of discourse, sort of just like, yes, well, In we fact, are now I love passing Sat- it on. Satish uh, so, Acharya's uh, cartoon on this is really on, yeah. nice. It's, it's, it's no, if, so you, if you just look at that trend, I mean, the way Supreme Court, you know, has been giving its judgments... So they make lots of sound and fury, you know, about everything. They mm. that this is it, this is right. So they yeah. go with the public sentiment. When it comes to the final judgment, mm, the final not. pay, it everything is in the court of the uh, government. Uh, I mean, I I had put this out yesterday. You know, not a not an oasis, but a mirage. And I was referring to the Supreme Court because right. one had such expectations. But just one thing um, on this judgment that the Judgment was unanimous that they do not say yes to same-sex marriage. That is, you mm. know, the executive will say it. The split decision was uh, Justice Call and Justice Chandrachur uh, said yes to adoption and civil union uh, for, you know, same-sex couples. But the other three mm. judges, you know, yeah. dis- uh, I mean, not dissented. They were, theirs was the majority opinion. Mm. So on that, it was a split decision. Um, And I thought that was at least a step forward. And at least according to the paper today, uh, it's very rare for the Supreme Court, uh, the Chief Justice to be on the side of the minority decision. Uh, On this, I was disappointed because I get it. You know, if someone says that, you know. Political parties not talking about it uh, is also, uh, you know, something that we need to be concerned about because... uh, uh, in many ways, uh, there are uh, several litigations that are pending in the Supreme Court, uh, which it also includes uh, uh, litigations about uh, Article 370 and various other issues. Uh, but uh, the Supreme Court, uh, you know, the way uh, the Supreme Court behaves is quite disappointing. Like you said, uh, in all these matters, they will they will make all the sound and fury. But at the end of the day, the result is like, you know, absolutely disappointing. So, let me uh, go to our guest first. Shabir, you've been uh, watching the coverage of what's happening in the Middle East. Uh, What do you make of it? And why is there such an excitement of covering the violence in Gaza uh, from the ground where Indian journalists or networks don't even send their correspondents like 200 kilometers away? It's visually, you know, for TV channels, they need that content is what I feel. Because... uh, 
when I was working in Times Now, they sent uh, reporters to Ukraine for the war. And uh, multiple reporters, that too. Uh, first, they sent one batch of reporters. Then they sent another batch of reporters. I think it's uh, uh, some kind of pressure for these channels to you know send their reporters on ground. But particularly what I see is... Uh, this TV9, uh, which was the new entrant and mm. their entire success story, they became number one during the uh, telecast of Ukraine war. Mm. They were the first one who came up, you know, who were, when when everybody was, uh, you know, covering Modi and all, they were just highlighting Ukraine. So the government had served a notice on them that uh, you are showing, I mean, they, they put an embargo, you know, on uh, this showing Ukraine news. Because they were, they had stopped showing Modi, so 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 so. so I, they are the ones who were using video we game, vid, video yes, game graphics. Video game not, graphics had, also. It looked like yeah. Hmm. So so they were since they became number one due to their Ukraine coverage. So the the rest of them followed. So I think the same no, thing they have it, done. It's also TV Nine Bharatwarsh is the channel that started this uh, ah. trend of uh, covering conflicts and war right. with their uh, graphics. Because if you see their one of uh, one of their early coverages. It's all about war. They'll come up with something. On a random day, they'll come up with some story about China. China ne kya kya hai, pata hai aapko. China mein ek gufa hai and all that kind of stories. I'm not really bothered about like the Indian channels making a fool of themselves. I think that's what they do anyway. I think um, I think there is a misinformation campaign being waged. But like I said last week also, this is, the misinformation campaign is coming from your Western media houses. It doesn't come from I mean, India is participating in it, yes, and sort of like propagating it. But at the end of the day, uh, the Israel official handle tweeted that video saying, oh, we have proof that it came from um, Islamic Jihad. But then the tweet had the, the video had the wrong timestamp. It was timestamped much after the thing had taken place. So then they quickly edited the tweet, deleted the video, put up the actual video. So this is, and the thing is that these are not mistakes, right? I mean, uh, papers like the New York Times and all pick it up. These are sort of deliberate editorial decisions, I think, like... The BBC usually, it's, you know, it's very uncharacteristically adjective loaded, uh, you know, the kind of words they use for the violence that comes from the Palestinian side as opposed to the violence that comes. And because uh, yeah. I listen to the podcast every day, it is, and I wonder why is this such a big issue? Because, see, no news platform is perfect. But all said another, I think the BBC is pretty measured. And even them to go so far... I always wonder why is this issue A, I think it's the most complicated issue in the world. It's even more complicated than Kashmir. Because it is so long, you know, like 1947 onwards, you know, like there are two wars fought. So at different points in time of this whole conflict, there have been many unreasonable parties. And I think at least I am, you know, have no qualms in saying, and those unreasonable parties have been as much representing of claiming to represent Palestine as they have been claiming to, like for example, when they show the map today. I mean, there was a two-state st offered, uh, you know, back in the late 40s, early 50s, which was rejected by Palestine at that time. Not supporting in favor of Hamas, but if you look at uh, the entire thing historically, they have remained under uh, Israeli siege. I mean, yeah. even if you're offering two states, you are under the siege. And no, no, I was talking they, about the offered in the late 40s. Huh, now, no, of course, it is, uh, they, there is no... They have been under siege for 20 and, uh, years or more. More, yeah. Huh, yeah. And, 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 and uh, there and are shrinking. seven gates, six 
entrance uh, see, they don't even have their own entry gate mm. or exit gate the seven exit gates six are maintained by the israeli and the one is of egypt and whatever i am seeing it today i have seen it in 2014 also i don't think the situation is as complicated or i don't think it's as difficult to understand as people make it out to be i do also think though that it is at this point of time not a solvable situation because for me i believe that the foundation of israel is yes it is the displacement of people just that we're saying that since so many decades have passed that that we set that aside that is what mm. that is the expectation now right? that this shocking crime that took place we set it aside because now israel exists it is an ethno state for whatever reason and we expect palestinians to sort of now have come to some kind of compromise but what is the compromise because there is no two state solution there is no returning of territory or redrawing of borders there is no return for all those millions of refugees who have been driven out they can't come back to israel israel doesn't want them back so now uh, let's move on to shabir's story so shabir you and sudipto have been working on this for a while so don't give away too much but tell us what is this entire investigation about how long it took you and and, and what was uh, your key findings see we started this uh, project of uh, trying to understand and analyze from the ground as to how uh, hindutva organizations are working in tamil nadu because uh, as far as uh, rss and bjp is concerned tamil nadu has been a prestigious battle for them because this is one state that has uh, never given them any kind of opportunity to establish their base in uh, uh, here in uh, uh, you know in the in the state hmm. so they have been aggressively trying to do this so uh, like but uh, uh, nobody had an idea as to what kind of work that they are doing there are two uh, you know areas where they have established their base one is in kanyakumari another one is in uh, coimbatore and after the demise of uh, Uh, Dravidian icons like uh, Jayalalitha and uh, Karnanidhi, uh, both these um, RSS, BJP, and all the other Hindutva forces have been, uh, you know, going out of their way to try and establish their presence in Tamil Nadu. Can I just ask a question, which is, uh, like, but what is it about Kanyakumari that makes it so different? I mean, it is a Christian majority sort of area, right? But so, how did the RSS find it so open for Hindutva sort of ideas? see it's a christian as well as a hindu they are in equal numbers it's not okay. the christian majority area it's christians and hindus are in equal numbers yeah. so the overarching theme uh, in kanyakumari is that in another 15 years uh, the entire uh, kanyakumari district will become uh, uh, you know uh, uh, a population that is full of christians because there is uh-huh. large scale of conversions that are happening so that became a, the, the demographic uh, uh you know uh, factor became uh, one of the central themes for uh, the rss to build their base in uh, uh, kanyakumari and after the 1981 meenakshipuram conversions where uh, in tirunelveli district uh, hundreds of families embraced islam that was uh, the time when uh, rss became even more active because it garnered at national attention so they all almost all the hindu groups traveled to meenakshipuram they were trying to do that garwapsi and all that but uh, uh, the problem there was uh, different bas muft mein itna ich milega for the full uncut podcast subscribe to news laundry and pay to keep news free 
The best way to listen to the Hafta and indeed all our podcasts is through the News Laundry app. You can download the app by clicking on the links given in the show notes. So do download our app and get the best podcast experience. And also pay for news and support a new news media ecosystem that News Laundry is trying to encourage where we are accountable to you because we run on contributions that you make. We don't take government ads, we don't take corporations ads so that news serves the public because when the public pays the public is served. Subscribe to News Laundry, click on the link in the show notes below and proudly say I pay to keep news free.